Hello, and welcome to That Which Does Not Kill Us. I am your host, Sarah Arnold. So, this is a really weird fucking thing, right? I gotta start with the origin story of this, because clearly this is my first episode, and I am entirely new at this concept. So, my life has been kind of falling apart a lot over the last couple years, and uh, today I came across this random little video on TikTok of some dude. I don't remember the real username. Um... I just referred to him as Brian, my asshole best friend. Um, I'll come back with that later, maybe. But anyhow, I came across this video where this guy is talking about um, some people, you know, needing an asshole best friend that'll basically, like, keep things real with you and speak to you from the heart, but with honesty. You know, like that beautiful, beautiful, beautiful direct dialogue that I crave in life that I don't receive often, but frequently deliver. So... And uh, in this little video, this fucking random guy from the internet says something about if you basically puts out an offer. If you need an asshole best friend that you can give him a like and a follow, send him a message, right? So today, of all days, I decided, fuck it. I'm going to do this. And so I did. And uh, th this person ended up giving me a follow back. We messaged momentarily, and then we ended up later on in the day having a telephone conversation that was about an hour and 15 minutes long, give or take. And in the, in the topic of the conversation was a lot of different motivational things. And the whole concept is funny to me because today is also the first day that I re-entered therapy for my mental health after being outside of this form of treatment for almost 25 years. So, and it's funny to me that, uh, not to say the therapy was bad. The lady was actually very nice and, um, I think she was very helpful. The drawback is that it felt as though I was more advanced, I think, than what I would assume she anticipated for somebody that's, you know, not been involved in therapy in any kind of way for like, you know, a quarter century. So, uh, that, and obviously there's a lot of shit going on. So there's a lot of catching up that she has to do. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, <clears throat> interesting to me that I was more motivated from this random ass phone call with some <laughs> internet stranger than what I was from my actual therapy session. Um, either way though, very mentally beneficial day overall. So in the conversation with this random guy from the internet talking about making life changes and et cetera, et cetera, and motivation and lots of, lots of, lots and lots and lots of different things. It was a very fascinating conversation and I really enjoyed it a lot. Uh, one of the things though was, um, uh, that we had gone over about though was taking action, you know, and life calling and things to that effect. And what I realized is some of the things that I've been thinking about doing over the years um, that I've not really done, um, and this would be one of them, is starting a podcast or a YouTube channel or whatever, something to um, just kind of ramble on like a lunatic about my own life experiences and how this has impacted my mental health and just kind of use this as a uh, 
way to connect to others because it's something that I do have a tendency to do a lot within my personal life is to connect to other people at points in which they are feeling weak so they understand like they understand better that they can get through whatever the bullshit is that they're dealing with and then sometimes I also act as a therapist and counselor to every fucking buddy on the earth damn near that is within you know my circle and needing of that so um I'm trying this out so I can hopefully have a broader audience and so this is my first episode so now we'll get into a little bit about myself and then I will actually get into the topic at hand for this episode so because uh mental health and life and there's going to be humor in here too I promise like otherwise it'd be really really boring and really sad so but anyhow so a little bit about myself I turned 40 at the tail end of last year um I would say so far it was probably one of the best birthdays that I've ever had and that says something because I do have a history of having really shitty birthdays um I'll give you a couple examples in a moment. Sorry, I was thirsty. But, um, so the examples of that, um, I, I, I'm a military brat, right? So this may or may not be important to the story. So when we were overseas and I was a kid, one of the things that happened around the time of my birthday, and I don't remember the chronology of either of these two events, But, uh, so one of the times when we were overseas for my birthday, my mom got this opportunity to take a trip to Czechoslovakia. And so one of my birthdays that I remember from being overseas was my mom going to, to another country. Um, another one, which I think these may have happened back to back, but I could be lying to you. I don't know. Um, so another fun one was, uh, my dad taking my other brother to Berlin when the Berlin Wall was coming down. So, you know, this is a very significant once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And I get that in hindsight, but when you're like six or seven, these things just make you feel like you're unloved. So, yeah, like I have a history of these really shitty birthdays. Another fun one, just one more to add a little icing to this cake, right, is... uh, So there was one point my dad ended up going overseas on a remote tour and my mom happened to be working third shift. And while she was working third shift, I ended up making my own cake because she was sleeping all fucking day. And uh, I found out after the fact that this lovely cake that I made, I happened to use this flour that she had set aside. I don't know why that she had previously used for some kind of baking of chicken. So like there's something like humorously depressing about this but basically like I made my own cake out of this random ass chicken flour um and I guess yay I didn't get salmonella I don't know like just either way disgustingly depressing so for whatever reason though 40 was like fucking amazing like yeah like I had this really nice little surprise party that was put together by some very amazing people in my workplace and I felt legitimately celebrated and loved in that moment and it was really nice it was very beautiful um yeah like I I don't have anything else to say about that except it was a very wonderful experience so that would be my 40th birthday um a couple of other major highlights 
is I have gone through my second divorce that was finalized last April. And I've been on my own for about a year and a half after that. Um, I was with my spouse for 15 years, pretty much. And um, it's very interesting to adjust to having to deal with life as a solo act after, you know what I mean, going through the entire experience of getting together with somebody and building a life and all of what that entails. Uh, Anybody who's out there that's divorced or has been gone through any kind of a major breakup with a long-term relationship probably understands what I'm talking about. So, yeah. Sorry, I had to take a moment to uh, get some nicotine. Um, One of my other exciting things that's happened recently is that I quit smoking. Um, I smoked for a quarter of a century. Cigarettes were my friend, my closest friend in my time of need. So I could say that I had a long-term love affair with the Marlboro Man, but I had to break it off as well. That was a very tough relationship to uh, step away from. But that's okay. Um, anyhow, so today's episode, what we're going to get into is loss. Because um, this is something that I've been experiencing the aftermath of as of late. And I actually have a good friend who is in a not dissimilar circumstance where they are dealing with um, some really um, life impacting losses. Um, so... What I want to talk about is um, the first one that came up within my cycle was my uh, nephew had passed away. Um, That was early 2020. He was very young. Um, Life was ahead of him. And uh, I didn't know. You know, I know he had some... uh, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? He had some uh, medical issues. So when I received the call from my brother, which here, I'll, let's let's get into story time, shall we? Because that's pretty much what this whole thing is, is just random ass stories running out of my mouth. So I got home from a tattoo appointment that I had on a Saturday in early January. And as I get in the door... I receive a text from my brother and he asks if I, if I'm home or if I'm available to talk. I don't remember the exact vernacular that was in that message, um, but I reached out and let him know that I was. And when I answered the phone, he proceeded to tell me that um, one of his sons had passed away early that morning and he wanted to make sure to communicate this to the family before anything went out on social media and I don't remember how I responded to this to him I really wish I could but I don't um what I do remember was the utter horror of receiving this phone call and imagining how he felt in those moments like I can't I really, really can't um, imagine how hard that was for him because I don't have any children. So I don't know 
any of the experiences that come along with that. But um, I'll be completely honest, and this sounds really fucked up, but it's, well, it is what it is. I initially was expecting to receive some kind of news about my mother. Um, I can't tell you exactly why, but it might have been pertaining to previous conversations that we had. So, I had expected to be receiving some other kind of bad news when I got that phone call from him. Like, I could not have anticipated that it would be what it actually was. So, um, in a nutshell, from that story, um, my former spouse and I ended up um, making an agreement with my mother that if she could make it to our residence that we would take her with us when we drove down for the funeral services. Um, and that's what we did. Uh, we ended up stopping overnight in like Tennessee or something to that effect. And uh, it was a very difficult experience to go through. Um, I ended up trying to help to the best of my ability by basically you know, asking my brother what he needed, and he elaborated to me that um, basically the day of the services that he and his family wanted private time to get ready. So pretty much just spread the word to everybody to leave them the fuck alone, for lack of a better term. I'm paraphrasing with my own language choices. And so... I did that. I reached out to everybody that I knew of that was in the area and let them know to please save any kind of socialization for after the services and to pass it on to any additional family members that I may have left off of said communication. I also made a point to uh, get my brother, my other brother, sorry. I have two brothers and one sister. It's kind of important here a little bit. So I also made a point to, uh, well, my former spouse and I, we made a point to pick up my other brother from my brother's house so that he could ride with us to the services again, leaving my oldest brother and his family basically so they can do whatever they needed to do to prepare for that in peace and in privacy. So that was that experience. Um, the services were, I don't know, like how to describe it. It was devastatingly beautiful, I guess, if you had to, because the amount of people that came out to support my nephew was astounding. Um, I know one of the other challenges of that was, um, my oldest nephew within this family grouping, well, actually he's also my oldest nephew, was in the military at the time and getting him back stateside from overseas um, was a challenge from what I understand. So it was really nice that he was able to, you know, get back. I can't remember the why. I feel like it probably had something to do with COVID perhaps or something pertaining to the location that he was at overseas. I can't remember, but, um, yeah, like that was just, you know, 
one one more additional stressor for my brother and you know and his wife while dealing with all of this other shit you know that they didn't really need any of it but um so yeah we were there for the services if i remember correctly i believe a thousand people ended up showing up to pay their respects which mind-boggling to me like anybody who knows me knows I'm a really sloppy person in real life um I have a tendency to dress very comfortably um I don't put too much into my appearance outside of like my skincare routine and eating healthy-ish so I made a point to um dress very nice for the services um if I remember correctly, I even put on some makeup that morning, but I promise you, all of that mascara was cried the fuck off. And when I say all, I mean like all, like to the point where there was no trace of it. Like all of the mascara was fucking gone. Like 100% looked like I never put any on. Like that's a lot of fucking crying. That's a lot of fucking tears. Um, I would assume that smarter people in the audience probably wore some kind of waterproof mascara if they, you know, took the time. I was not that invested into a makeup routine and did not have the brain cells to think of these things at that time. So I didn't. Anyhow, here's where we get into the story. So now you've got the backstory of the story. Um, what I wanted to talk about, because I've been watching a lot of videos and a lot of self-help shit. A lot, a lot of self-help shit. And I was actually watching a self-help video um, earlier this evening that brought me to this topic today and it kind of just made me say fuck it this will be the first one so and this was uh january like this past like not this year as in 2023 but so like january 2022 literally the day after um the second anniversary of my nephew's passing i woke up prior to my alarm, literally crying from a nightmare that I had. Um, so here's the premise of this and it still doesn't make any sense to me. I'm hoping maybe it's an alternate universe or reality or whatever. That would be really great. Um, so in this nightmare, I'm taken back in time to what I believe was my one of my brothers my other brother not the oldest one my other brother's uh, wedding and my other brother's kids are playing at the pool you know they're just swimming around having a good time being dumbass kids because that's what kids do when they're at a pool is you be dumb and uh, anyhow I don't remember exactly what occurred but somehow or another my nephew started throwing some kind of a temper tantrum and my brother came down hard on him, you know, to kind of like get him in check. And somewhere in the postscript of the tantrum, he had made some kind of reference to wishing he was dead or something to that effect. And in this dream, I, and I don't understand it. Like I, it's like I was myself in that moment, but it was like myself from the present, not myself from that moment. Like somehow I had traveled back into time. I don't know how. And I took him aside and uh, 
I started telling him the truth. And so I took, I told him that this is going to sound crazy, but, um, on January 11th, 2020, in the wee hours of the morning, and then scene, I wake up. So, the nightmare that I'm coming out of, pretty much on the second anniversary of his passing, is having a dream where I'm telling him of his own death by suicide and that he doesn't understand how much that impacted the people who love him. This I don't know how to sit with this still, and this happened like a year ago. Like, the dream that is, like not this passing, that happened three years ago now, which I have a lot of feelings on, um, a lot of, a lot of feelings on, um, I miss him. And I carry a lot of shame and guilt for not knowing um, that there was anything going on with his mental health. Because the regret that I carry is that I didn't reach out. Um, that I didn't know that he needed help. And, uh, yeah, that's... That's a really tough pill for me to swallow because um, I have a different perspective on um, mental health than what my brother does. And by that, what I mean, and I very much envy him of this, um, my oldest brother doesn't understand depression. It's not something that he's ever experienced. So he doesn't, um, he doesn't know the depths of everything that can come along with that and how dark those moments can seem and how hopeless everything can feel. But I guess on the flip side of that, he doesn't understand how, um, I don't know if, I, I don't think inspiring is the word that I'm looking for, but, um, how triumphant it is to come back from. I've had a few moments of that in my life where I feel like I've made a legitimate comeback from being in the darkest of dark places. And I think that's where I'm at right now is in making my comeback after, um, basically having my life of the last 15 years like completely fall apart out from under me so I mean there have been other stressors as well that have been sprinkled in there because can you imagine 
uh, <laughs> dealing with, yeah, I mean, the pandemic in and of itself, you know, I'm pretty sure 2020, 2021, and 2022 were probably a shit show for damn near everybody on the earth, if not at least the majority of the people in the U.S. So, yeah, 2023 is my comeback story, and that's why I'm here, is to talk about all of these terrible things that I have experienced with the sprinkling of the comeback. Uh, because it's necessary. There are plenty of people out there that are dealing with those terrible depths that need to know that uh, a comeback is possible, even if you do want to end it all. So, because I've been there a handful of times. Um, late 2021, early 2022... Uh, 2017, um, actually a few times in 2017, who are we kidding? Um, I've also experienced these off and on in my teens, so, and here I am, I'm 40, so, I mean, fuck, if I can make it, anybody can, right? That's what I would hope. That's, that's the goal, is to, uh, point you in that direction. So, um, that would be today's story. Um, I can't think of anything else to ramble on about. To be fair, it was very difficult to talk for 25 minutes and some change just about some random bullshit. So hopefully this doesn't sound terrible and everybody has a great night. <laughs>